Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. Days past still talking or addressing Halloween. It takes uh, takes the officials, the authorities. To, the calls? There have been one. <laughs> so Waterloo Regional Pro- Police, they received a call late on Halloween about a child feeling sick after eating candy they received from trick-or-treating. So the kiddo went, uh, he went trick-or-treating on, on Lakeview Drive. Police popped by. Nothing medically wrong. Did not need medical attention. Just felt unwell. Ate too much candy. <gasps> what? Kids do that backstage, man? This Guys. Is, what a colossal waste of You're kidding. police Guys. resources. <laughs> this is like... Almost my neighborhood. <laughs> it's close to it. Like if somebody really, like, it would be a bit of a trek for them to get that candy from my house. But I mean, come on, seriously. That's if Karen and what's the male equivalent? A Ken had a child. This would be their kid. Because wait, it's not the kid's fault. Did the kid say call the police? No, no, no. Backstage, Ollie suffered from some severe heartburn yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I did not call 911. I gave him a little half a cup of Pepto, and he was all good. He was right back to that. <laughs> right regular, back into the camp. A regular yeah. chip on Lay's yeah. bag of chips. <laughs> this, come on. The police are stretched so thin. They, they arrive on shift with a backlog of 30, 50, 80 calls. It, it, it's endless. Yeah. And then an officer had to... Look, you get it's always better safe than sorry. But yeah, you can't on. fault the kid in this because, yeah, backstage all didn't know exactly how to explain it, right? He doesn't know the concept of heartburn. Yeah. So he's like, I don't know the concept of heartburn. I feel him. Yeah, but he's like, I think I'm going to puke and it burns and it hurts and what's going on? I'm like, Ollie. And that's that's that pile of wrappers beside you yeah. coming back to bite you. <laughs> Listen, buddy, let's do some quick math. So that's 11 crunchy bars. Yeah. <laughs> 14 little pieces of like. <sighs> yep. So here. And so what happens then the police to the public? They get, we're reminding you to inspect the candy received to trick or treating before consuming equally. Have the conversation about your kids. Um, moderation. Yes. Moderation. Oh, man. Uh, the moderation thing. So I have not been taught that growing up. Still struggling with that as an adult. But <laughs> there was a kid who came up trick-or-treating on Halloween. And I was like, hey, take it. Like, Because I wasn't expecting to get many trick-or-treaters. I said, why don't you take another handful? She's like, no, I'm good. I was like, oh, wow. good for you. I'm sitting, uh, as I'm holding a glass of wine, shoveling chocolate bars to my face, I'm like, ah, good for you. And she's like, <laughs> yeah, I cut myself off at five. And I was like, I turned to her mom. I was like, damn, if I would have learned that skill as a kid, okay. where would my life be now? Wait, though, no, was she just being polite? <laughs> what were you giving out? Yeah. <laughs> no, I was getting, listen, I was giving out some great stuff. I, stuff. I had full okay. size. Apples. I had full size, <laughs> plus oh. mini size. Oh, amazing. I was okay. Very bougie. All right. Well done. I, we, yeah. Didn't you share a picture or two? I saw I, I saw some. I have stepped into my role as the rich aunt. <laughs> rich. <laughs> Acting like it. Hey, you know, perception for kids Dressed means like so much. Yep. Yeah, 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 love this. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. We knew this was coming. Eventually, Netflix realizing we're only going to get so much of, of the market surrounding streaming services. Yep. Right. With all the competition that they were like, whoa, wait, wait a minute. Look over to our left. There's billions and billions of dollars in the gaming world. So Netflix games 
It's finally here. Okay, with an asterisk. Well, a couple of them, in fact. So, some people in North America will have access to it by way of the Google Play Store. As Android users, get a little taste first. So, they're starting with kind of a soft launch. Can we call it that? When you open the app, after you do the update, again, not all users will have this privilege and honor. I don't know how how you're chosen. They're saying Canada is on the list because they've been testing it for the past handful of months in Netflix, Poland, Spain, Italy. But right now, five games to start off, and two of them being Stranger Things 1984 and then Stranger Things 3, the game. So you've got that. you got Shooting Hoops, Card Blast, Teeter Up. The graphics go from current HD super high quality to games that you'd play like Call of Duty or Fortnite. But then you've got down to like 16-bit looking like retro games. Yeah, yeah, I love that. For those maybe sitting at an appointment and and waiting. But it feels like a really crowded marketplace. Um, Yeah, you know what was really groundbreaking for me in the video game world is that one of my older brothers who like... for full disclosure, when Xbox Live first came out, he was like the top within the top 100 in the world because <laughs> at that time, Impressive. like just obsessed. Now, obviously, there are way younger people, way better than him. But as a dude who like only goes to the gym and plays games, he said he's kind of over it. He said all games are just the same formula, different characters now. Yeah. Like just like movies, there's starting to be less and less ideas yeah. for games. I, I just read a review on a new uh, Far Cry game, I think, and they said, like, this is, we're on Far Cry 6 now. We're playing the same game, just a yeah. skin game. And that's when you're trying to put something out every year, yeah. much like a cell phone. Think of the the work that goes into building out a video game. It took years. Oh, for sure. And I love, like, I grew up in that 8 and 16-bit era, so yeah. I love the look of those old games. But again, I remember playing, there was a Stranger Things game on on iPhone years ago, like when right, it first came out. Right. And I was so excited to start playing it, and I was so bored within about two minutes. <laughs> I, I feel like if they're just sticking to that sort of stuff, it's yeah. probably not going to go too far. We'll see. that They're convinced. Like, they're talking multiplayer. Now they're talking about, uh, think of what was that silly app that you did at the beginning of the pandemic where you'd play games through your screen with other people? Oh, House Party. Yeah. yeah. They're basically trying to ensure that House Party has no success going forward. They're just well, House swallow. Party made sure that House Party had no success <laughs> going forward, so they're fine. But Android users, you're going to get that taste first. iOS, to be determined. You're not ready yet. I don't know if it's just Apple making the world a little bit harder for developers, but that's the latest on Netflix games. Coming to you rather soon. Asterix, asterix, asterix. All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. It's the help desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. So normally, Fridays are where we try to, you know, get in touch with our help deskers and give you a follow-up and see how their situation played out. Although today's help desk is kind of a follow-up. This may or may not be related to Monday's help desk. However, I cannot confirm or deny due to client confidentiality. I cannot contact each other and see if there's a connection. However, these situations are eerily similar. So in case you missed Monday's help desk, 
we had a guy message us saying, what's the right way to break up with a girl when you've been seeing her for a couple months, two to three times a week? Uh, they realized that they got too coupley too quick and they want to break up with them. But they like the person, so they want to do it in a way that, you know, isn't gross. Okay. Today's help desk, also from Anonymous. Hello. I was listening to your station yesterday. That was They sent it in yesterday. They said, I couldn't help but realize a lot of res- resemblances to my situation from the help desk. I've been seeing this guy since August. We've been hanging out two to three times a week. He lives with his roommates and I live with my family. That was another detail from the last help desk. And the problem is, I think I'm being ghosted. Everything seemed fine until last Wednesday and out of nowhere, everything changed. He stopped talking to me and answering my messages. I feel blindsided. So my question is, do I just sit back and be the bigger person and let him ghost me after over two months of going on many dates? Or do I call him out for ghosting me? I feel like he should just let me know he isn't interested and we can both move on instead of having me sit here and wonder what the heck happened. Wow. Has this ever happened in the history where it could be either side of... It's tough. Uh, it's crazy how much these details line up. Like yeah. they are almost parallel <laughs> to each other. The thing that's locked in to me is the well, if he's going to go, are you anticipating like is your gut telling you this or are you just on high alert and you're you're building this narrative in your own mind that may not exist. You may have someone who just their communication uh, isn't necessarily at the level of yours or they don't know that you like to communicate certain ways. You're only two months into a relationship. Chances are you may not even know a middle name. But I will... <laughs> I don't even know a middle name. Uh, I would say, though, if you're seeing somebody two to three times a week since August and all of a sudden you just don't get any communication since last Wednesday, no, no, no. I'm not going to... I would not excuse that kind of behavior. You don't just, like, stop responding to somebody you've been seeing two to three times a week for a few months. That That is a dirtbag move. The trouble is, I don't know if it's tech. I don't know if it's apps. I don't know if it's the addition of a <laughs> pandemic. But people just, you have the freedoms of just being like, yeah, I'm just stopping communication, period. Yeah, you have that freedom, but I'm going to say you can't excuse that freedom. Like I, I would say this is definitely a ghosted type situation. It's just what is the response to it? <laughs> Text. This person is 100% the other half of the other help desk yeah. message. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. It's the help desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. Today's help desk is from Anonymous. However, it does seem like these help desks maybe have a connection to each other. Today's from Mondays. Why? Well, take a listen to this. Hello, I was listening to your station uh, and I couldn't help but realize a lot of resemblance with my situation from the help desk on Monday. I've been seeing this guy since August. We've been hanging out two to three times a week. He lives with his roommates and I live with my family. The problem is, I think I'm being ghosted. Everything seemed fine until last Wednesday and out of nowhere, everything changed. He stopped talking to me and answering any of my messages. I felt blindsided. So my question is, do I just sit back and be the 
bigger person and let him ghost me for over two months of going on many dates, or do I call him out for ghosting me? I feel like he should at least let me know if he isn't interested, and we can both move on instead of having me sit here and wonder what the heck happened. We have a quick one. Date his friend. Oh, that will get his uh, attention. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but That'd be fun. Not the response, I would imagine. If you... And I feel like there's a little bit of anger and frustration in this message. And if proceeding with the relationship is, is what you desire, that's one thing. If you just want closure, that's that's a whole other thing. And, well, you may not get either. I think the vibe that I'm getting is that this relationship is done. Let's be real. Like, why would you, in a healthy relationship, why would you ghost somebody for a week now? Like, that just doesn't seem, like, my spidey senses are tingling. Don't, don't go forward. Don't Mm -hmm. do it. Part of me is like, you should call this person out because there's too many times where you be the bigger person and then people get away scot-free with doing terrible things like this. But then at the same time, I'm like, ah, but are you causing yourself more anguish in the end when you could just to me it on. seems like like one attempt at a call out is valid mm-hmm. and then just drop it afterwards like that's almost your last line of communication is hey if if this you know if you're not interested just let me know or something and then if you continue not to hear from them well then either way you're getting an answer and we're getting a lot that way uh, a couple that just landed one said he's already told you by not talking to you anymore he's done yeah. move on salvage your dignity he's a jerk then Sonia sent a note saying ghosting someone and yes that's definitely what he's doing no excuses is such a cowardly and wimpy thing to do totally agree absolutely if you're an adult yeah. you want an adult relationship be an adult if he respects her at all he can at least pull up his big boy pants and give her a conversation she deserves bam Sonia kind of with a comment of the moment well well played yeah Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. It's the Help Desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. Today's Help Desk is from Anonymous. However, even though these two people are anonymous, and I cannot confirm due to confidentiality reasons, uh, this Help Desk might be related to Monday's Help Desk. So, Anonymous says, I was listening to your station. I couldn't help but realize a lot of resemblance with my situation from the Help Desk on Monday. I've been seeing this guy since August. We've been hanging out two to three times a week. He lives with his roommates and I live with my family. The problem is, is I think I'm being ghosted. Everything seemed fine until last Wednesday when out of nowhere, everything changed. He stopped talking to me and answering any of my messages. I felt blindsided. So my question is, do I just sit back and be the bigger person and not let him ghost me after two months of going on many dates? Or do I call him out for ghosting me? I feel like he should at least have let me know he isn't interested and we can both move on instead of having me having to sit here and wonder what the heck happened. <sighs> we have uh, an assortment of responses, but now we're getting kind of duplicates and triplicates. Words are a little different, but the message is the same. No response is a response, gutless as it may be. Another one that said, this guy is a coward and lame AF. She's better off without a guy but- like that in her life. Hashtag move on to, to better. Yeah, and I think I think that's not what our help desker is asking, though. They're asking, should they call him out for ghosting or should they not? Well, and the more I think about it, my ego says, 
Mm-mm. Don't give the satisfaction. It's like it's almost like playing into a bully, but it's like a dating bully. You know, like I, I would hate for you to send a text where he's going to show his probably equally debaggy roommates. Be like, oh, look at what she said. <laughs> like, to me, he's given you no time, even if you wanted to approach it or or put a rap on it. He, it, you're you're essentially wasting a minute or two of your life with a text or a phone call or even a a drive by uh, knock at the door. Hey, you're done. It, it's done. He's done. It's terrible that some people feel this is the way they can exit a relationship or even a newfound one, but that's the unfortunate part. And this is now just, it makes things crystal clear, not the person you were to be with or would want to proceed with if this is how he handles some of the most basic early function uh, of a relationship. <laughs> yeah, uh, human so decency. Yeah. We did get a text that said, take control and text him to say, this isn't working for me anymore. Nice spending time Ooh. with you, but this is over. And so I like that in theory. However, to me, that just sounds like when somebody like hits on you at the bar and you say, I'm not, I, you know, like I've got a boyfriend or something and they go, well, I didn't want to see you anyway. You know, mm. I just, I want you to come out on top. I think if this relationship is over, you should work on yourself. You post a couple little flirty, like Instagram stories, you know, you make him regret that, but also just like, just be your best self. Or just run Thanks. into him, run into him in the morning and you pop out of his roommate's bedroom like, oh, and he's offended. Like, oh, yeah, I, sorry. I didn't think we were a thing. <laughs> a couple. I, what's your name again? I yeah. forgot it. Yeah. <laughs> Someone, what if he's injured or sick? Could be in jail. Uh, don't. Oh my. No, I think we'd have a little more history behind it if if he was uh, had a bit of also, a record or was a busy guy in that way. If you're dating somebody two to three times a week since August, if I was injured or six, I, I would be texting like crazy. I would milk that new relationship and um, like mild injury. You were going to get so pampered. It's true. No. Yeah. Yep. So we can roll that one out then. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah. It's, right. it, it's done. If you ever want to be a part of Help Desk, you can send it on through by way of a DM or through the web at virginradio.ca. Jeff Floor backstage. Ben, go to our page. And from there, you'll see that, uh, that nice form that's built out. You can just fill it out, hit send, and lands right in Laura's inbox. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. Oh, I'm just, just need a moment with all of this. Waterloo region, not long ago, lost a beautiful spot after 59 years in business in Uptown Waterloo. You may have heard, you may have enjoyed the legend that was Angie's Kitchen. So good. <sighs> there are other locations still open, by the way. Just a heads up. Not so fortunate in London, Prince Al's Diner in Richmond. Oh, closing. Oh. Well, the owners that have handled that business and all those delicious late night eats for the last 25 years made a post to social media saying, it's their time. They're done. The aprons are coming off. I can say I've been to Prince Al's more than any other, any, any bar on Richmond Row <laughs> in London because anytime I'd go to the bar on Richmond Row, any one of them, I'd always end up at Prince Al's. Wow. So I did the Angie's thing, but, but mine was always a morning, let's try and fix what we broke last night type we, deal. You know, we do it before we even get to sleep. Get that grease in you. Oh, cheesy, hot, and greasy. greasy, Hangover cure before it hits you. I reconnected with an elementary school friend at like 2.30 in the morning at Prince Al's once. It's such a handy, diverse spot in the sense that you could go on a Saturday morning at at 9 a.m. and have a nice little breakfast with with your family. Or 
just hours before, you could be there with your best friends sideways with only four buttons on your shirt done up yeah. and enjoying just a mountain of poutine. Feeding each other chimichangas. Oh, man. The milkshakes there will be missed. I I hope somebody buys it out. I hope I have this. Uh, maybe it's, call it naive. I don't care. Call it hopeful. Optimism. Ben. Optimism. I hope that that announcement was a wonderful, we're retiring announcement. And then they'll be passing the torch to someone else to carry on the Prince Al's legacy. Bill and Betsy, 25 great years, final month. So there's still time, Laura. We we have to, we, this is a thing. This is a show date yeah. on yeah. the books. I promise you, Benny, I'll pick up the tab. Let's go have a little bite 100%. to eat. Yes. And, and just... I mean, the second you said something, oh, you're else awfully quiet everything. until that came up. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. It's Guest Gossip on Virgin Radio. What is going on in the world? They survived Halloween together, but yet, Southwestern Ontario's most famous deal finder and Southwestern Ontario's most famous trivia master. They're fighting. Let me tell you some Geddes Gossip inner show tea. My group chat was getting blown up. Accusations firing off from Mr. Backstage Ben to Jeff Kelly. Accusations going the other way, too. And this is all over somebody possibly participating in some collusion in this hockey pool oh. that I found. Oh. Possibly. So- <sighs> Sorry, keep going, Laura. Uh, word on the street from my Geddes Gossip sources say that Jeff Kelly made a very, very enticing trade with his wife, Sarah Kelly, that was garbage for her and really good for him. Okay, I'll just go. break it down. I don't want to... <laughs> I'm not going to throw out names here or anything like that because people don't care, but the number one player in the league, another top 50 player, and one of the top three goalies goes to Jeff and Jeff fires off. That was the trade? Yeah. (laughs) Jeff fires off three players, a goalie and two other players that aren't even in the top 100. Oh, yeah. You definitely cheated. Okay. (laughs) This guy's gossip story is all wrapped up. (laughs) So I would like a rebuttal in the form of a formal complaint. Would you like to speak through your lawyer? <laughs> Dear Laura Geddes, show representative, I would like to report a conflict between myself and Backstage Benjamin, employee working on a morning radio show. There was an incident last night, and I feel it is time to report as a formal complaint against him. I would like to report the occurrence on record as follows. Yesterday, the aforementioned co-worker and I had an argument over his tyrannical operation of what was perceived as a fun, friendly <laughs> hockey pool. His passing of comments against me and towards other co-workers, I feel slighted. I also believe, asterisk, we're unethical. Oh. Um, I, I am unethical. Un- His wrongdoings are not confined to that. I I, I could keep should going. I, um, okay, <laughs> if you can keep going, should I bring up quotes from this group chat? Because I've got it uh, open. I don't know if a lot of it's very uh, radio-friendly <laughs> <know>. or not. <laughs> you tell blank... They can blank blank. <laughs> See, listen to Ben's language. That hey, is now. not appropriate. Tell, Wait a no, no, no. Yeah. That's funny because this is your text, Jeff. That's not. Tell blank. That's not Blank real. blank aren't allowed in this pool anymore. Whew. Well, Laura, that's your perception of it all. 
That is the get us gossip tea. Anyway, I am glad I know what the what this trade is because again, this hockey pool is so exhausting. I like didn't yeah. pay attention to it at well, all last year. Um, you definitely cheated. 100%. You definitely cheated. I uh, mm-hmm. ethics and uh, credibility are my middle names uh, right after commissioner. <laughs> um, and, and I will- there was a, a bit more tea too. There was some uh, bribery. Uh, attempted in there too, Laura. That's part of the. Talk. Oh yeah, yeah, I did see you trying to bribe, and I will say this: my get is gossip. <laughs> my get is gossip senses are tingling because Jeff Kelly, also the host of Deal Steal Steals on the show every Thursday morning at nine ten. I know the lengths that you will go to get a deal, even if that means collusioning with your wife. <laughs> there was no collusion. Oh, you stole her phone. No, 100%. 100% my, my wife made that transaction. Oh, I know she made it because I've seen how, much, like, I don't believe that you'd have an opportunity to steal her phone. However, I 100% thought you cheated. Well, now that I have a real good understanding of how you two think about me, <laughs> I'm going to take tomorrow and Friday off. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the Get Us Gossip newsroom. My unpaid members are already uh, making their official ruling. You can't trade with a spouse. What a cheater. Oh, Oh, really funny. Not in the rules and regs. Maybe if those were legit and up to date that we could all partake. But since he makes them up on the fly, then, hey, let's... Okay, cool. (laughs) Cool, cool. We'll just do that. We'll do that. This Get Us Gossip story is becoming more messy than anything Johnny Depp has ever been a part of. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. On Virgin Radio. Carrie joins us on the line, so the car is quiet. You drop the kiddo off, so there's school. Then you're at home this morning until you have to actually head in to work, so you've, you've got no distractions. That's right. How are you, how are you feeling? Are you awake? Are you alert? Are you, are you good for this? Yes, one coffee in, probably two or three more, but I am ready and <laughs> Okay, we love this. Benny's current record, 233 wins, 31 losses, 84 ties. Those numbers in some way, shape, or form are going to alter. So Benny is making his way out of the studio. Laura's all set with your questions. We'll pass it over to the question master. Okay, Carrie, are you ready to beat Backstage Ben? I am so ready. Okay, first question. Which is the highest... Ooh, excuse me. Okay. (laughs) Yep. Uh, (laughs) What is the highest waterfall in the world? Um... I feel Niagara is the easy answer, um, but I got to go with it because I don't know my waterfalls that well. Incorrect. Well, I do like that you're going for a little Canadian throwdown there. Uh, I would have taken two answers because if you go by trivia books, they're going to tell you Angel Falls at 979 meters. However, if you want to count a a cataract, the Denmark Strait cataract is actually at 3,505 meters. I would have taken either answer. I know. I know. That one was a little bit of a confusing one. That's deep. Like I don't even know if you learned that in geography class. I don't know. It freaks me out. Then, then you go and think of Niagara Falls. And people going over in those little uh, barrels. wooden barrels. <laughs> what were they doing in Denmark? Who knows? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Second question. What does DNA stand for? Oh my gosh. I'm I'm assuming it's something sciencey. I apologize. I I I don't know. Nothing. No. Okay. Well, good thing I don't know how to pronounce this either, but I'm going to try. 
Diothibonucleic acid. I would have taken any pronunciation on that word. <laughs> wow. These are tough. Okay. Third and final question. This is a definition I'm going to read out to you, and you need to tell me what word this defines. Okay? The secret or illegal cooperation or conspiracy, especially in order to cheat or deceive others, is called what? <laughs> something to do with some hockey pool or something last night, I assume. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. <sighs> a very special word. Um, I don't know. It starts with a C. I'm going to give you a hint because I know Benny's going to get this one. It starts with a C. The corroboration? Oh, so close! So close! Uh, I was looking for collusion. Collusion. That's what I said, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean... It's a phone issue, wasn't it? I could get my ear clean. You're breaking up. You're breaking... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know why? It's because I didn't get to trash talk Benny this morning, and that's why I didn't Mm. win. Oh, no. And you know what? I'll be real with you. Today's questions were pretty tough. This might be the toughest beat backstage Ben set of questions I've had in a while. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's bring him in. He just needs a single point for the victory. Benny! Really solid gameplay for Kerry. However, it ended in a total of zero points. Uh-oh. Zero point. And, and, but Carrie, she had a bit of a theory because she actually, you wanted to trash shock him before you played. Is that correct? I did because normally we get the opportunity. Um, but unfortunately, this morning I wasn't given that opportunity. So I think if we read the fine print, that should get me at least two points. Oof. Hold on Ooh. now. No, the, the trash shock comes at this point in the game. Yeah, it's the transition <laughs> between the contestant and, and backstage yeah. event. However, I like this. There's a lot of fine print reading going on in today's show, and I'm here for it. Not me. Yeah. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, either way, the trash talk has been talked. Here we go, Benny. First question. Which is the highest waterfall in the world? <laughs> oh. The Vale Falls or something like Bri- Incorrect. No, okay. Yeah. I actually would have taken two answers because uh, trivia books will say it's Angel Falls at 979 meters. However, if you want to count the Denmark Strait Cataract, that's 3,505 meters. Whew. All yes. right. So there you go. I was going to take two, but neither of you got either of them. Okay. Next question. What does DNA stand for? Dear God. What? <laughs> your questions. Um, the A is acid. The N is something about the nucleus. <gasps> something nucleic acid. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Well, I would also like to thank my unpaid member of the Geddes Gossip slash Beat Backstage Ben newsroom for giving me a pronunciation on this one because I can't even say it. It's deoxy- deoxyribonucleic acid. Okay. Fancy. Wow. All right. Yeah, I know. I know. Hey, listen, I'm grabbing all these questions from trivia textbooks. Do not go and look them up. However, if Is somebody plays this Anatomy trivia- or what are these? Uh, uh, <laughs> no. What are you reading? Good Lord. Did they go to Angels Falls and Grey's Anatomy, <laughs> Benny? Okay. Third and final question. This one is a definition. The secret or illegal cooperation or conspiracy, especially in order to cheat or deceive <laughs> others, is called what? <laughs> 
Collusion. Jeff Kelly's middle name. Collusion. Would you give me that? Oh, what? I take the point. I take that point. Hey, you get that point. There it is. <laughs> That's a gimme. I, uh, so much for being a neutral party to all of this, Laura Geddes. What? Carrie, I feel No, I attacked. said Carrie could get the point. Carrie could get the point. She did some fine print. She gets that point, too. Oh. Yay. How'd you get fine print on a point on that? Because I, uh, I, I, I said so. You want to talk? More collusion? What the <laughs> hell is happening? <laughs> that is today? not only a word, but a theme for today's <laughs> yeah. backstage, Ben. What's going on? <laughs> Wowzers! You get a point in my heart, Carrie. Does that count for anything? My heart is cold it, and dead, it, so if it gives anybody it anything, for, uh, it counts for everything. But still, we so, hard questions today. Yeah. <laughs> so no, just for scorekeeping purposes, are are we calling this a tie, or because Carrie did not get collusion in the definition thereof? Uh-oh. That's rough. I'll leave it up to the the trivia guru over there, Laura. Um, undecided. People will yell at us one way or the other. Let's <laughs> undecide. <laughs> I, I feel if we are going to stick to the rules that Ben did pick up the victory. So there it is. A yes. one nothing win for Benny, putting 234 on the board. We will give you a chance, just like Carrie, tomorrow at around 840 to try and beat Backstage Ben. Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben on Virgin Radio. Through the course of the morning, some conversations surrounding the government. And this from uh, about a day ago where they mentioned, yep, a minimum wage is going up to 15 bucks an hour. That's starting in uh, January of next year. Right now in the province, we're 14.35. Here's the thing. Also a note is the minimum wage will continue to rise by the rate of inflation following Jan 1. Well, 15 bucks seems kind of cool and sexy. Still not where it needs to be in regards of the basic cost of living. Laura, you've seen nothing but numbers this morning and some scary ones. Yeah, so uh, there was a group that did a survey on the living wage in Ontario and found, like, went through a bunch of different municipalities and found that, like, it was... Even though the minimum wage is $15 now, there's not a single area that they surveyed in Ontario that the living wage mm-hmm. is $15. It, yeah, it does, like Toronto is like over $22 an hour for the basic, most basic, just food, supplies, the most basic of, of needs for people. And this, this is pretty crazy. And it's a tough time to you understand why they're doing it. It's trying to help Ontarians with this. However, you have a ton of small business that makes up the province and less than 40% of those businesses right now are at normal revenues so most are operating at a loss every day and it's estimated it's going to take a couple of years for them to even get back into yes. the proper yeah. color for those that want to operate business with a profit behind it yeah if you want some of those numbers so for example the living wage in London is sixteen fifty five. the living wage in Waterloo Region is seventeen twenty? Even in Perth and Huron counties, where you think it would be, you know, a little cheaper to live since you're out in the skirt skirts, seventeen ninety five is the living wage <laughs> in Perth and Huron counties. And like, it's the living wage. It's not the fun living wage. Right. It's not even like the. It's like the get by wage. That's just to slide by. I don't think there's a whole lot of lifestyle options there. No the living wage like that. No. Yeah, and it's so crazy because, again, you think about the 40-hour work week and all that stuff. One 40-hour work week for one person years ago was well than enough to provide for a whole family. Yeah, yeah. 
the ask out of all this and all the numbers is one field specifically is actually going to receive a bump from 12.55 an hour all the way up to 15 and that is uh, those that uh, liquor servers in the province so your bar servers your restaurant servers anything that offers alcohol mm-hmm. they're going to be up to 15 bucks is this going to impact the kind of tips because for the vast majority they they live off of that and you can have a pretty hearty income or a decent income I should say part of me uh, off of, of tips in themselves I would uh, I would worry that since restaurant owners are going to have to pay that, that they'll be dipping into the tips more often. I know that that's that's a, it's a common but not well loved practice that yeah. you share as a server or bartender. You share your tips with the owners. Um, there's obviously with the owners with the owners. <gasps> that was a it. It comes out every now and then when somebody's like, "Yeah, I just found out that you oh. know a so and so restaurant they'll t- they'll take a cut of tips." Um, where I used to work, you like we'd pay out the kitchen because the kitchen does Which a totally lot of work. Sense. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of but course. we'd have to pay out um, if somebody used a credit card. We that would come out of our tips if like we'd pay for them using the credit card. Like that's ouch. There was a percentage what? of all that. Yeah, but <clears throat> there are other places where the owners it's a pooled tip thing where everything goes into one pot. They take their cut and then split it amongst everybody else. But I feel like that's going to happen more often now if they have to, you know, justify making up for that cost now. Because, yeah, that's a a huge increase for servers. That is tough. I remember being baffled when I went to Europe and we went to we went to Copenhagen and we went to Poland and there was no tipping there. But, you know, your servers made a good wage and also prices reflected that. For me personally, because I'm terrible at math, I would rather know, I'd rather have the gratuity worked into the menu prices, personally. I'm so happy because then I don't have to do math at the end of my meal. I can be like, hey, I know I can ha- have this extra fancy drink or fancy dessert because yeah. the costs are all up front. It's all included, yeah. It's tough. I mean, the idea of tipping has always been based on the service you get. So when it's built in, your service can be pretty inconsistent, you know? Yep. That's true. But then also, I think the idea of tipping has also became now, let's make the customers pay for what a business owner should be paying for. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. There's no question about that. You know, now it's become a, oh, well, you should tip regardless. And I, I do, personally, I do. But because I understand how hard it is. But at the same time, it's like, oh. Can people just not make enough money to live? <laughs> so much. And it, we're actually hearing from servers uh, by way of text right now saying, when I was a waitress, I made anywhere between $20 and $40 an hour in, in tip backs, uh, tips back in the 90s. I know people make more than that now. Yet some spots, yes, at some times, predominantly pre-pandemic, but it, it oh, is yeah. very much a, a new world. So to make fat stats. <laughs> yeah. This will be interesting. It's going to yeah. change the landscape for sure. People will definitely take that into consideration. Now, how much so? I mean, only time will tell, but I mean, tips to me have always been just based on service you provide. Mm-hmm. And I agree with that. As somebody on both ends of mm-hmm. being tipped. My dad owned a restaurant for 18 yeah, years. Exactly. I, I yeah. saw it. Yeah. And I saw some crappy servers who made nothing, and then I saw some that were lovely. Yeah. And she drove a Mercedes. Uh-huh. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs>